everybody, and welcome to the Yak Podcast. I have a grand idea. No, that's my go-to. Hashtag travel. <laughs> I like that idea, but I think mine is better. I hate it when I have to explain my jokes. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Gotcha! <laughs> my name's Jamie. And I'm Mel. Let's jump into this episode. Good day. Good day. Oh, that's funny. Number two. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> I probably shouldn't sing. We'll lose people. And it might not be morning when they're listening to that. Well, listen, we love mornings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love mornings. Me too. We'll try and... Currently, actually. it's morning for us. And if it's not morning for you, then... Just good day. What is it that it, it's on? Uh, oh, man, now I can't remember that movie. Where is it? Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. I don't see you. <laughs> okay, I didn't... That <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, I can't remember that movie. Anyways, excited to be back here. Episode number two. And thanks for all those that listened to episode number one. Yeah, seriously, we've had some good feedback. It's been super exciting, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. It's kind of a little rush. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just never know. I mean, we thought we'd start the podcast and just keep it as kind of a a talking journal I don't know to kind of remember our experiences and so we just really didn't know what to expect but we've had a lot of people reaching out which we appreciate so much yeah it's been super fun it is fun I love it with all my heart all right so episode number two in episode number one we went very service level about why we're starting a podcast and it was kind of that um stuck journey and being able to relate relate to one another and so we figured that episode number two, we would just kind of dive a little bit deeper. If you're feeling stuck, um, as you saw, the title of this podcast is Stepping Into Stuck and Into Happiness. And so we just kind of want to... Out of stuck, not into stuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is why we have co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> Catch the stupid. <laughs> Stepping out of stuck and into happiness. Yeah. So we want to dive into that a little bit deeper in this episode. So, with that being said, okay, go Mel. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can just kind of share why I was feeling stuck. And um, honestly, like, I can't even tell you how I got into this place, but that's the hard thing about it is, is you get stuck in your cycles. And I was pregnant with my third baby, which I'm sure, you know, the emotional roller coaster that can be had something to do with it. But um, I was pregnant and just feeling overwhelmed. I mean, I already had two other little kids and as I had her, I just really felt tied down in a way and very isolated. And I can't, like I said, I can't really tell you how I got to that place, but I would sit in the rocking chair and nurse this baby and just cry. You know, it was just like, this is my life now. Like, I'm just going to be here um, taking care of everyone else, you know. Living I, your life for everyone yes, else. Yes, like backing up everyone else's um, plan. And so I don't know why I felt so isolated, but, like, I just sat in that place for a while. And it wasn't until I was able to start, you know, exercising again and I had a friend invite me to go to a high fitness class. And I was hesitant, but I went. I'd never done group fitness. 
I'd always just kind of worked out from home. And so I was nervous to go, but I decided that I didn't want to go. And I'll never forget. Sorry, I kind of have like a dry throat. I'm not getting emotional already. But <laughs> getting Don't over a little her. bit of a cough. So um, I'll never forget the way I felt leaving that class. And for anyone that's been to high fitness, it's very um, high energy, very um, high impact, just, you know, and I just loved it. I loved it so much. It's somewhat dancey and I love that too. And so I left that class for the first time, like recognizing that happiness in my heart. And like, I just couldn't stop going after that. Like I just wanted to be there and it was something that I needed to do for myself because I could see how it was helping me at home, you know, that energy like stayed with me and I was able to better, um, be a mother, but also like felt like I was loving myself too. Yeah. And I think that that just goes one, one example. It's a go, it goes to show that a lot of times people think that, Oh, I need to put everyone else first because that's not, that's unselfish. And that's what I need to be is unselfish. Um, but if you're not putting yourself first, then you can't show up as the best version of you to help them. If you'll put yourself first, um, make sure that you're in a good place, a good mindset, feeling good about yourself, then you can show up for the whole family, whoever else is in your circle better, right? right? Versus, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit in the last episode of like resentful a little bit. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah, we live in this culture where you're either selfless or selfish, mm -hmm. when really it's all about the balance of, you know, of loving yourself enough to um, grow and feel like your needs are being met so that you can better love and serve those around you. So, absolutely. Um, so Mel went down the struggle of just kind of that, maybe the baby blues, um, um, being the mom, feeling like, oh, my watch, I apologize. Mm -hmm. um, baby blues, feeling like everybody else was the priority and just kind of feeling lost. And with me, um, I just felt like I was going in circles, which I am a really good circle maker, and I still claim to be a really good circle maker. <laughs> I actually saw a pin on, on Pinterest um, that had a circle, and it had somebody had just drawn circles over and over and over, so there was probably like 15 circles, and the quote had something like, you will never make the same circle, right? And in my head, I was like, you obviously do not know how good I am at making <laughs> circles. Um, but that's what got me into feeling stuck. I would wake up at the same time every morning, which I still do. I'm 100% like an advocate of health and feeling good. And the first thing I do is get up and I go to the gym um, at the same time every day. But then beyond that, it was basically the same Monday, the same Tuesday, the same Wednesday. I had the same breakfast every day for probably two years. And I mean... It's not that I didn't like it or I didn't enjoy it, but it's just like, I don't want to think about it mm -hmm. and this works for me. So I'm just going to eat the same thing. Um, and I just want to speak to that for a second. Like how many things do we just do because we don't want to stop and think about it? Yeah. Like take the complicated out of it, you know, totally. that's an interesting thought. Yeah. And our brain does that naturally because the less we have to think about the easier life is. Right. Right. And so that gets us into our ruts of 
I do very little things that push me out of my comfort zones because it's so easy to stay in this natural, like, I don't have to think about it. I'm just going and I'm just doing. And as soon as I have something that, that goes out of that circle, it kind of throws us for a loop mm. and that growth and that uncomfortable um, situation. And so it's natural, you know, and we just have to be aware of it and be careful that we aren't getting in those ruts. And if we are doing things like I had mentioned of getting up the same time every day, like, am I doing it because I want to, or am I doing it because I feel like I have to, um, there's just a big difference there. It's a decision. Because it's easy, you know, there's a difference between having a routine that you love and like makes you really happy versus just doing things because it's monotonous and you don't really have another choice. Like, there's a difference. You have a choice in that. Yeah. So what that looks like for you is important. Yeah. And it's the mindset again around like, am I doing this and does it make me happy and excited and feel fulfilled? Um, make me feel good, make me feel healthy. Or am I doing this? And it's like a heavy feeling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's the big difference of look at your life and see, is it happy, exciting, light? Um, or are you just heavy about it all? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that totally shifted uh, me getting out of stuck is um, if you think about it, like growing up, we have parents, um, coaches, teachers, um, neighborhoods, friends, you know, and we're all learning and growing and kind of being guided by these people. Same as you go into like high school. And when you go into college, like you still have mentors, coaches, teachers, your parents are guiding you. And then as soon as you leave college, it's almost like this um, shift in your mind of now I'm supposed to know everything and I'm supposed to figure it all out. Like I'm an adult and I'm grown. And um, even if you don't go to college, I just feel like it's after like the 18 ish that you just there's something in our human minds. Like I'm on my own now. Yeah. I'm responsible for myself and I'll figure it all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And having the, the mindset to be a person that figures it out is great, but also to have the mindset of, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to get a coach. I'm going to um, find somebody that's in the same, on the same trajectory that I want to be. Um, in this last year and a half, I got a coach and I absolutely loved it. Like just having me think different ways, helping me to push out of my circles. Um, absolutely loved it. And I've had coaches in fitness, life coaches, Um, obviously I still go to my parents for questions, answers, um, siblings, Mel and I have had many deep conversations as we talked in episode one. Um, but I'm a huge advocate of finding the people that are ahead of you in life and seeing what they're doing and asking them questions or, or, or guidance. Another quote I read was, you need people in your life that are further along than you, people that have a bigger vision, people that are more experienced people that are out of your league, you need to be exposed to new levels so that you can go to new levels. Right. Love it. So kind of going back to um, needing like the people in your life that can help you expand yourself. Like one of the things that helped me the most, honestly, um, was having someone that I married to tell me the things that they saw in me like how eye-opening that can be like you'd be so surprised was he willing to do good and bad yeah like I really wanted like honest 
honest opinions because a lot of times the way we view ourselves is so different than the way others actually see us. Like we think we see ourselves in a, a certain light, but that's because we're in a rut, right? Like I'm just doing my thing. This is what I've always done. And you don't even realize you're doing that thing. But to have someone step back and be like, you know, you're kind of doing this thing and bringing it to your awareness. It's almost like, wow, like I never even realized that's how I was perceived. Does that make sense? Like that wasn't the energy or the way I was trying to perceive, like trying to let people perceive me, but, but just by your behavior, you're doing that thing. And so like, I dare you (laughs) to go ask your spouse, like, what are some things I do that come across maybe a little irritating or what are some things that I do that make you feel like I'm not listening to you or whatever questions like you want to ask and just be willing and like prepare yourself because it kind of hurts sometimes to hear the things that they have to say, but be open to like, okay, I needed to hear that. Now I don't want to be perceived that way. How do I change that? Yeah. Like there's baby steps in there, right? Now that I see this, I can take steps into becoming someone better. And it's amazing. Like that's just one action that you can take into stepping in a better, into a better version of yourself. And so like, whether that's your husband, your friend, your mom, whatever, like being brave enough to ask someone like, what are the flaws that you see in me? Yeah. What are some things you see in me? And and like, if you're not in a place that you can handle that, that's fine. But like, I'm just trying to give some like actionable steps that you can take to step into that. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what I was implying when I'm like to get a coach in something. Cause if, if you go to your husband and I think that going to a loved one is great because they know you best, um, the goods and the bads, they're going to be able to see those things. But sometimes it's harder to take those things and not be like, oh, how dare you? Right. You want to come at me? I'll come at you too. Right. Um, and so like having a coach and to the, just to dive deep into like your thoughts and things that you're doing, the way that you're perceiving life. Um, if they are noticing those things, if they can kind of guide you in a different way of thinking or to analyze the way that you're thinking, most of the time you're going to not really get offended yeah it is a little bit safer of a situation yeah walking into like and be careful how you approach it like if you go to your spouse and be like okay tell me everything that's wrong with me like let's start with that's not gonna go over (laughs) well but if you went to that conversation honestly saying listen I'm really trying to work uh, through some of my bad habits and you know trying to get myself to a better mindset like what are some things that you see in me give me a few things that you know I can work on and please be kind, yeah. <laughs> like, like deliver the news gently, you know, because it's going to be hard to hear, but like, I'm open to it. I'm ready for it. Yeah. And having that conversation to go into it with like the intention here, I know that they would never intentionally hurt me. Right. 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 And most people are never going to have intentions of hurting you. So if they hurt you or offend you, it's okay. Why? What triggered that like hurt feeling? How do I need to change that? Is it just simply like the thoughts that I'm having and what that's making me feel or is it like legit I need to switch this up and a second thought that I had when you said that is because you go to someone and say let me know where my flaws are when they say those things do not go at them with their flaws no unless they ask you if they're like hey now let's let me know what I need to work on then 
open that conversation. I love it. But keep it about you and the things that you're asking them to tell you about without the intention of going back at them. Right. Naturally, you're going to be defensive, Mm -hmm. you know. But honestly, that's like the best clue into the areas that you need to work on. When someone makes you mad, lean into the anger and say, why? Like, why am I getting mad at this thing right now? Lean into that, start studying about it, and you'll be so surprised how much you'll discover about yourself, honestly. Yeah. And be able, being able to trust that process. Yeah. Um, trusting the person, one, but then also trusting decisions that you're making, stepping into the dark of, do I trust myself to make this shift? Yeah, definitely. It is a shift. Like, when you start digging in, like, and think of your spouse, too, or your friend or mom or whatever. Like, how do you think they're going to feel when you come to them asking for this kind of advice? Like, it's scary for them, too. Be like, it I is. I don't want to hurt your feelings. It is. It's scary, but, like, at the same time, there will only be admiration in it. Like, when someone's trying to work through their weakness, like, they're going to be there to support you because they are in that conversation with you. Like, okay, she's working through these things. Like, how are he... How do I step up and like support her in this? She's trying to be aware, you know, and that's honestly something that creates even more intimacy in a relationship is that vulnerability, being able to talk about it, share, and it's all going to come down to like an amazing experience for you. Even though initially it's going to be super hard to face, it's going to lead to a super rewarding and fulfilling experience. I guarantee it every time this is the work that we need to be doing like I think it's our our brain's job to keep us safe Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times we're not willing to face this kind of stuff because we're gonna get angry we're gonna feel defensive and our brain's telling us like you don't want to feel those things don't ask the questions don't go there you know yeah but if you're willing to like walk into the dark corner and it's like brain we're figuring this out I want to know why I behave that way. Why is that my trigger? Why is that my reaction? I'm willing to take this on because I'm willing to overcome it. Yeah. And your brain will step back, you know, step back at you like, okay, let me tell you why. You know, but you have to be willing to step into it. If you're a spiritual person, a lot of us would call that faith. Like tolerating, this is actually um, a quote from Jennifer Finlayson Fife, who's like one of my favorite listens. But faith, she redefines it as being able to tolerate the anxiety of stepping into the unknown, the uncertainty. And I just love that because that's exactly what it is. We think faith a lot of times is just blindly following, doing exactly what we're told, but that goes along the same lines of not thinking for yourself. Mm -hmm. Faith is actually the opposite where you have to step into the dark, tolerate the anxiety, the uncertainty, and move forward, fixing the things that we don't yet know you know it's like it takes a lot of courage a lot of bravery but that's where growth comes yeah that's progress yeah and you had mentioned like it is work and you do have to put in the work um changing breaking that circle cycle it's putting in the work and when you're talking to other people it's only going to resonate if there's some truth to it it's only going to hurt a little bit if there's some truth to it like if someone told me that um now i'm trying to think of think of an example mm-hmm. um if tr- someone told me like oh you are lazy and you can't get anything done like I'd be like whatever that's not true and I would just move on with life 
Mm-hmm. Right. But if they'd said that and I was like, you know what, that hurts a little bit. And why, why would that hurt me a little bit? Like, why do they perceive me as this first yeah. of all? What am I doing to communicate that? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, just to give one more example, like the other day I walked into my bedroom and like my goal lately is to, is to be really clean. Like I just am trying to pick up after myself the moment I make a a mess or like if I'm going to change my clothes, I'm going to put them away right then because I'm just trying to create this better habit. But that also elevates my awareness of everyone else in the house of like, okay guys, like you need to be clean too, because I'm trying to do like, how often do we put on, put this on others, right? So I walk into the bedroom and my husband's in there and I, I said, wow, you're kind of messy. That tone? And yeah, like it was totally a sarcastic tone, but there was truth to it. Like I wasn't saying that to be nice. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and was kind of like, okay, like unnecessary. And so it, I could tell it bugged him. I was already annoyed. That's why I said it in the first place. Like sarcasm, there's always truth to sarcasm, right? Anyway, and so he's like, you didn't have to say it like that. And I was like, you're right. I shouldn't have said it like, like, why did I say it like that? Why is it when I feel like I have to tell someone else something they need to do, I have to do it in sarcasm yeah. or like, you know? And so he was like, next time just say like, Hey, can you put your shoes away and clean up your clothes right there? Yeah. Like just ask. And I was like, you're right. Like, I'm sorry. But that was revealing to me. And at first I was naturally defensive. Like, I was just kidding. You know, <laughs> you like I really it. just wanted to kind of go into that. But it was like, oh, you're right. Like, I did say that because I was annoyed. Mm-hmm. And he called me out. And it's hard sometimes to stop and go, he called me out right back. And step in, and step into the uncomfortableness of that. Like, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Now there's more self-awareness. I'm not going to do that to you anymore. And I appreciated that from him. Like, especially where he told me how he wanted me to respond to that. So anyway, it's helpful. You have to be able and willing to listen to the things that people are saying to you. It's like, honestly, a gift. Yep. And there'll there'll be days that I'm going about doing whatever, and I'll find like a little something triggers me to like put my guard up or whatever. And I'll just make a quick note in my phone of like, okay, this is the situation. This is the thought I had. And then I'll dive into it later when I have time Mm -hmm. because, you know, we all have very productive working on busy winning. Mm -hmm. We all very productive lives. And, um, sometimes you can't just be like, okay, hold up. I mean, for example, with the example that you just used, if in that moment you were not just sitting on the bed, but like your husband was leaving to go to work or whatever, he's like, okay, I'm gonna talk about that later. And Mm -hmm. you know, the tone or, you know, how would I go about that differently in the future? So, yeah, it's important. Like, and if you're the, you were, let's say the roles were reversed. If he had said that to me and it irritated me, like it's my responsibility to say something, right? Like that can only help our relationship. If I just take that, like, oh my gosh, he's so rude. I can't believe he said that to me. And I carry that energy with me throughout the day. Who's it hurting? You. It's hurting me. It's my responsibility to step up and say, even though it'll be uncomfortable, like that was unnecessary. Let's talk about this. Because that's going to foster the intimacy, like, versus the resentment. Mm -hmm. So, important. Super important. Cool. So, basically, to kind of sum up the stuck to happiness concept, 
if you're feeling stuck, some of the actions that you can take just to go over what we've already talked about is to have conversations with those around you, uh, ask people for input, uh, turn to information, podcasts, like follow people on Instagram that you can look up to that have good advice, um, get a life coach, the things that Jamie mentioned. Um, another thing that you can do is look for things that interest you. If you have a desire to try something new, give it a try. Like that, that's only doing yourself a favor. And if anything else, like if you decide that it's not something that you like, that only tells you the things that you're not. And that's also helpful. Yeah. So like to be able to try new things or like see what things um, fire your brain, like look for those things in your life, head towards the, those things so that you can learn more about yourself, try to understand yourself more and find the things that you love. It'll all help you to take a small step in the right direction to lift you out of that stuck feeling, get out of the rut. And um, it honestly doesn't take a lot. It's just a little, little bit of effort and you could, could be really surprised by the journey that it will set you on to. Yeah. So, And you'll find yourself just getting more and more curious about different things. So yeah, it's a hard journey and it's a fun journey. And so fulfilling. So fulfilling. You need to do it for yourself. You'll have more love to share, more love to give, more in your bucket. So that's right. So I think that that kind of sums up like stepping out of stuck and into happiness. Um, of course, like any comments, questions, we'd be happy to like give our opinions on if you're feeling stuck, just leave us a comment um, in our Instagram feed. Um, we are loving this process. Um, we want the questions. Yep. Totally. Feedback. Want it. Totally. Um, okay. Well, that's all we've got for today. Episode two. That's a wrap. Thank you again for joining us on the Yak Podcast. And we will chat again next week. Yep. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See ya.